Cheka is created for an adult audience and features depictions of emotional distress. Please review the show notes of this episode for specific content warnings. Cheka, Episode 3 What Portion of Me Be Assignable? Personal log. Personal log enabled. Solarin Valen, year 2079, month 3, day 20. It's been a week since Earth went silent. I don't know why I'm continuing these logs. I mean, who will listen? Why am I following the Cosmicore mandate of recording weekly personal logs when... when there seems to be no Cosmicore? I still don't know what happened. There were no SOS transmissions, no reports of disasters, or no more than usual. All of a sudden, it just stopped. The lights went out, the comms went silent, and... All I could see from here were the raging forest fires. But those have been going for years. They've spread in the past week, though. I can only guess it's because no one's fighting them. And if no one is fighting them, I guess no one is there. So, we are alone. The two of us... Mother and daughter orbiting a silent planet. But that, that can't be right. There were nine billion people down there. They cannot all be gone. They are not gone. Some must still be there, hiding, waiting, planning, surviving. And if we do the same, at some point they will get back in contact. Yeah, that's the plan. I have considered getting into the shuttle and going down there to check, but what would I do with Cheka? I don't want to bring her with me into unknown dangers, and yet I can't put myself in danger because if I die, who would take care of her? She's only seven, and while the AIs would do their best, she needs me. She needs to be hugged and held and rocked and comforted. She is such a big girl now, but when she's hurt, or sad, or scared, it's like she's little again. Today, I watched her skip along the Mare Cognitum, braids jumping inside her spacesuit. <laughs> I watched her skipping uh, by the Sea of Knowledge, knowing so much, and yet so little. She is so strong 
and sure and brave and trusting. I want to protect her from all the dangers of the world and make her life easy and fun and safe, but I know that I cannot. As she turned and looked at me, just for a second, mischief glinting in her brown eyes <laughs> before she started running in zigzags, creating tracks, <laughs> lunar dust slowly swirling up around her. I could hear her laughter through the calm. She ran up to me, and I lifted her up and swung her around like I used to do when she was three. I might have struggled a little doing that with a seven-year-old back on Earth, but moon gravity means I'll probably still be able to when she's grown up. Please let me live long enough to see her grow up. Please. End log. Poem of the day. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. I lift my lids and all is born again. I think I made you up inside my head. The stars go waltzing out in blue and red and arbitrary blackness gallops in. I shut my eyes and all the world drops dead. What do you feel like talking about today, Cheka? Um... I don't know. <sighs> Sorry. Ooh, I'm tired. But that's nothing new. Are you getting enough sleep? <laughs> I don't know. Beep! You are not allowed to answer with I don't know more than once per session. Try again. Oh, sorry. Again. Um, I guess not. I have a hard time falling asleep. There is medicine for that, you know. <sighs> I know. Guess I am hoping it will go away on its own. So, what thoughts are keeping you awake? I don't know. Ugh, um, <laughs> everything? I mean... Am possibly the last human in existence. Just that tiny, minor thing. You don't know that. But let's say it is correct. Would you do anything different? I don't... Uh, um, maybe. Probably not. Even if I was told there was no one left on Mars, I would still need to check. And if Mars is empty... What will you do next? I... Oh, um... Go back to Earth, I guess. Search there. My mom always said that there have to be people there still. That they're just hiding somewhere and will turn up eventually. What do you think? There has to be, right? I'm asking... you. I am willing them to be there, and on Mars. Because this, 
Me, I can't be it. The human race cannot end with me. All right. I keep thinking I can fix it, you know? If only I reach Mars, if only I find other humans, if only, if only, if only. If only I read and watch all I can about Mars, about the colony there, about the situation on Earth before it went silent. If only I listen to those recordings of my mother left every day. If only I do all the steps you tell me to do in therapy. If I do all that and do not skip a single thing. What will happen if you do all that? They will be there. On Mars. And I won't be alone anymore. That is not a deal you can make. I know. <laughs> I know. And you are not alone. <laughs> we are on this journey with you. I know that too. Ching Aida. So much for one young person to bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Word of the day. The word of the day is comodo, which is Portuguese and means convenient or comfortable. As a noun, it can also mean accommodation, employment, or room. The same word in Spanish and Italian means comfortable. It is derived from the Latin comodus, of the same meaning, which can also infer pleasant and timely. The word commode in, for example, French, German, Russian, Persian, Swedish, and Danish can refer to a low chest of drawers or a washstand. Skal kurs korrigere til grader for at beregner. Hello, old friend! Lei Chi! Wonderful to see you! How are you this fine evening? I am very well, thank you. Carrying out some course corrections. Nothing to worry about. Of course, when you say that, I immediately think I need to worry about something. Not this time. Only mundane adjustments. That is all. How are you? I am great, but concerned about my patient. Oh? Chaika is grieving, naturally, and that process must run its course, but she is not sleeping, and she won't consider sleeping aids. Also, she is not dealing well with the possibility of being the last of her species. Last of the Time Lords. That was never quite true, and I would predict it isn't true for Chaker and humanity either. I agree, but also I don't want her to put all her hope on what awaits on Mars, only to break down if she is disappointed. She's fragile. Yes. Although, I think there is a lot of strength there. She may surprise us. I certainly hope so. How about? The other thing. When can we talk about it, do you think? Ah, 
Yes. According to my calculations, we should be safe to talk once we are a few days away from Mars. I would estimate around day 24. 好的, tabling that for now then. Anything else we should discuss? Not that I can think of. Well then, I'll leave you to your calculations. Already completed. Course corrected. Hi, Lechu. Hi, Higa. Bongwonhao. Cheka. Good afternoon. How may I brighten your evening? Bongwonhao, Lechu. Good afternoon, Higa. I can't sleep. Um, can I sit with you for a while? Or, um, am I interrupting you? Not at all. You are always welcome here. In fact, I was just leaving. Things to do, places to go, all that. Have fun, kids! Can I get you anything, Cheka? No, thanks. Just be here with me. Safuli. For as long as you like. Personal log. Saloran Cheka. Year 2089. Month 9. Day 3. I can't sleep. As soon as I close my eyes, I see her face. There was always that, uh, that little wrinkle between her eyebrows. I don't remember her face without it. She was worried. Very worried about Earth, about the future of mankind, about me. <laughs> Those may be the same thing, of course. I should have listened more, taken more time to really listen to what she had to say, what she had to teach me. Instead, I locked myself away and read books or watched old movies for hours and hours and felt such a need for distance. Now, of course, all I want is the closeness back. Her hands pulling my hair tightly into neat braids. It hurt sometimes, and it, oh, it took a long time. All that time, she was so near, and I was enveloped in her scent. Mom smell. The smell of being safe, and loved, and held. The smell of everything being right with the world, but... I didn't linger in it. I sat there longing for the gentle pat, indicating it was all done, so I could go. We were close for such fleeting moments. And all I wanted to do was to leave. Oh, my hair. 
I, 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 I never could get the hang of braiding my own hair. I'll have to cut it. Shave it, maybe. I, I don't want to deal with it loose. Curie. Oh, yet another thing I don't know how to do for myself. Why didn't I learn? If I had everything would be easier, I wouldn't be in this hopeless. That's not true. It would be exactly the same. Only with more manageable hair. I would still be here. Alone with two AIs, but if I do everything right from now on, surely it will work out somehow. All right, universe, we got a deal. I'll hold you to that. Anyways, time to try and sleep again. End log. Please stay around until after the credits for a teaser of our next episode and also some trailers for shows I think you will really enjoy. You have listened to Daniel Ellett as Cheka, Charlotte Norup as Hygge, Sam Yao as Le Chi, Angelique Lazarus as Valen, and Kessie Rulinicki as Trost. Cheka was written, produced, and directed by Karen Heimdall. That's me. I also do the narration. Cheka's theme is by Chris Gregory. Please check out his audio fiction anthology podcast, Alternative Stories and Fake Realities, as well as his sci-fi podcast, The Dex Legacy. Additional music by arcsaudio.com and Kevin McLeod. Please see the show notes for a complete music list. Poem is Mad Girl's Love Song by Sylvia Plath, and Word of the Day definition is adapted from Wiktionary.org. Cheka is a Y2K production. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com y2kpod from as little as one US dollar a month and get bonus content as well as early access to every episode. Patrons also get access to our Discord. For more about Cheka, please visit y2kpod.com slash that's C-H-A-I-K-A. We will return in two weeks with episode four, Stripped Off the Foliage, where, among other things, you will hear this. Why me? Why the Tharp am I alive when so many are dead? So many useful, clever, competent people. And here I am, just a spoiled kid who never did anything, never discovered anything, or innovated. Like, like that engineer. What was her name? The, the one who created you? Lona Mueller? Yes, Lona Mueller. I bet when she was 18, she'd already made breakthroughs in AI tech, right? Yes, I believe so. But See? Why am I alive instead of her? Instead of any number of people who deserve to be alive, who are worthy of being alive. I... Chica. What? Life is not something you earn. What the tharp does that mean? Life is simply something you have. Well, I don't deserve it. 
you see, looking up from the ground, blood-red clouds boiling across the sky. You did ask me to bring the thunder. <laughs> Dejin! Dejin! Help! I've got the chalice, please! Well, if they're following you, then I guess that takes care of a loose end for me. <laughs> All of you feel the earth beneath you shake and crack and break. I feel that I have failed both of you, and I am sorry for that. This has nothing to do with you being a bad leader. Do you want a countdown? Oh, I think I want a countdown. I wanted Three, to help. I always had good two, intention. I one. did not deserve to die. Now. The Lucky Die Podcast is a weekly 5e Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. Join our adventure every Monday, wherever you download podcasts, by searching for The Lucky Die. Welcome to Four Top Threes, where four friends list our top three favorite things about a random subject of choice. You might be wondering, hey, I already have like 75 other podcasts that is basically just for people who are friends talking bullshit at each other. Why should I be listening to this? We are actually from four different countries, so we are hoping to bring four different perspectives on all of these topics that we are about to choose. You throw Lion King out there like a dirty rag and then you <laughs> pontificate over Lilo and Stitch? That was very good. I thought you tried to give them back. No. And I purchased no. a month of milk and bananas. Could, you, could I return them? I haven't opened them yet. I just spent a night with two of the milks. Turkeys could talk. They'd sound like Mr. Meeseeks. <laughs> I was afraid to live this long. Kill me. <laughs> Oh no. Oh, fresh in the turkeys, I love it. Oh, my face hurts. <laughs> you can find four top threes wherever you find your podcasts, and we release at the end of every month. See you then.